In today's episode, we're going to discuss one skill set that's valuable to have. You may often hear me say that this skill set is the closest thing to being a superhero, and that skill is coding. So there's a lot of positions in IT that don't require no coding, but if you're looking to become a developer, if you're looking to go down the pen testing route or deal with any kind of AI, you need to know how to code. So today we're looking at some pros and some cons of coding. So stay tuned. Welcome to Debt Free and IT. I'm your host, Mike. This podcast is for anyone who's looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested, you come to the right place. So let's get straight to it. So first, I'm going to start out with the pros. And my first pro of knowing how to code or learning how to code is that it's an in-demand skill. So any job or company that has their own software or their own applications, they're going to need someone who can code and someone who can read code. So most of the time, you're going to be coming into the picture updating code that already exists. So somebody else done written the code to make the application. You're going to be the one supporting that application, you know, updating it, securing it, applying any fixes. So you're going to need to know how to code and know how to read code in order to update whatever the code that whatever code that application may already have, because as anyone knows with technology, it's always changing. So there may be an exploit for that application that you as a coder may have to go in and recode some things to fix. But coding is an in-demand skill. So the second pro I have is the flexibility and also the fact that you can work remotely. So many coding jobs, they're able to be worked anywhere in the world as long as you have an internet connection. So you may have to jump on a meeting or maybe the, your company may require you to come in for your meetings once a week or once a month. But for the most part, your job can be done totally with just an internet connection and being able to access your environment. So with this coding, like I said, it's flexible. It involves a lot of remote work. And also if you um, are introvert and you don't like dealing with people, this is good because with coding, most of the time you're working by yourself, you know, saying you may have uh, questions or issues that come up where you have to talk to team members. But for the most case, you can work along with coding. You don't have to deal with a lot of people unless you're doing some sort of support role with coding where the application already exists. Then you may have tickets that you may need to handle as they come in. But for the most part, usually a lot of introverts that I know, um, they usually end up going the coding route just because they're not real big on dealing with people. And then also with this, uh, coding was one of those fields or one of those departments that they were the first to adopt that work from home or that work remote thing. So uh, as way before COVID, you know, I always heard of uh, programmers working from home, uh, people who knew how to code if they were building an application. A lot of times they was working remote. So they was one of the first ones to adopt that work from home. And then when COVID hit, a lot of other position in, in IT realize that you can work from home also but coding like i said is flexible and it involves a lot of remote work the last pro that i have is that coding often comes with a high salary so in most positions in it you have uh depending on what you call a, a high salary but in most positions you know as an entry level i'm just thinking about my area right now entry level you may end up starting out 30 to 40s, maybe 50s. Um, 
in my area with coding, as of right now, from according to Glassdoor, most entry-level software developers or programmers come in the door at anywhere from 82,000 to 130,000. So that's gonna fluctuate a lot depending on your area. So if you're in a large area, a big city, that may be a little bit higher. So for me, the closest city is Charlotte. So it's fairly big and it's still growing. So it's, that's about the going range for most entry-level software, uh, software developers and programmers. So if you're finding value in this episode and you're listening on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app, please leave me a review or a comment. And if you have a friend who needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. So we took care of the pros, which was, you know, it's in demand, flexible. It's a flexible position. You're able to work remotely and also it tends to have a high salary attached to it. So everything just can't be fine and dandy. You know, there's always, where well, there's a pro, there's always some cons. So let's get to the first con that I have against coding. So the first con I have with coding is the learning curve. So anyone knows who have attempted or tried to learn how to program or code, there's a steep learning curve. So most people I know that's real good at coding, they end up going to some sort of uh, school where you know they may go four years or more just uh, focusing on coding. You know, they end up being pretty good. And then, you know, with coding, they was the first ones to actually have the boot camps and everything, too. Now you see boot camps for networking and security and all other types of positions in IT. But coding was the first ones that I can remember that had the official boot camps. So in most of these boot camps um, with coding, I do hear success stories from the boot camps. But you got to think, you're going into that boot camp, which some of them may be 12 weeks, some of them may be a couple of months but you're just coding, you know, learning code from the inside out all through this process. Now they have various, various costs, you know, they cost different prices, uh, some of them high, some of them a little low. You know, I think I might've did an earlier video going over some prices of some of these boot camps. but there is a steep learning curve. Uh, for me, myself, I'm still not any good at programming. Um, I can get the basics down, but when it comes to, creating code to solve a problem, that's where I have the disconnect. So if you have the time to devote to it, you know, if you're right now, if you don't have a job and it's something you want to learn, you know, you might can enter a school or find some sort of boot camp that may not cost a lot or reach out to online and search. You know, there's plenty of people on YouTube that's giving tutorials and that may see that if that's something that you're interested in and something that you think you can do. But coding, it has a steep learning curve. So the next con I have with coding is that it can be frustrating and time consuming. So anytime you, you're coding, you know, sometimes you may have to go and try to fix errors. You know, that may take hours or days to resolve with an issue. And then you come to find out that it may be something where you might have put a space where you shouldn't have put a space or you might have indented too many times or you might've hit tab instead of doing this. So you might've used the wrong syntax. So a lot of times it, it ends up being something small, at least in my cases, because I'm just practicing, but fixing those issues where you may be, you know, you may be hyped up early during the day. Y'all gonna go home. I'm gonna do some coding and you get home and start coding that, that process is, um, you know, it's a good process where you can learn from, but sometimes when you get those issues, 
yo, after you fix that issue or figure out what it was, a lot of times you just want to close your PC. So coding, it can be frustrating and time consuming. But then again, that's just with me. It may, it may be different for you. You may start doing it and you may love it. But there's just one con that I have against coding. So the last con I have for coding is that, well, this may not be a con depending on the person. If you like learning, this ain't a con. But you have to, you're always learning, which is with every technology. You know, you're always learning with networking. So you're always learning with security. But with coding, and this may be just me from the outside looking in, but with coding, there's a lot of languages and frameworks. So, you know, most people say that if you learn one language, then the other language is easy to pick up. Um, you know, I, I can't attest to that. You know, that, that may be the case. Uh, but I've been looking at Python, but, you know, you always have to, you always have to be learning because even with Python, if you're going to build an application, you have other things that you need to know how to do. So you need to pretty much learn the whole framework where you may have, uh, you know, whatever framework it uses for a front-end developer. And then you had a framework for a back-end developer. The good thing is most people focus on one or the other. Uh, some people, they're good at both. They can do, build the whole thing in and out. But most people, they focus on either being a front-end developer or either being a back-end developer. And that's pretty much their wheelhouse. Similar to how, you know, someone in another IT role may just focus on, if you're in security, someone may just focus on internet security instead of focusing on network security. So that's a good thing that it breaks it down where you're able to focus on one thing. But still, if you look, if you look it up, you know, different positions, every one of them is looking for a different uh, programming language for you to be uh, pretty much efficient in. So there's a lot of uh, learning, continuous learning, but it is with everything. So if you're if you like learning. That may not be a, a con for you, but with programming, seems like it can be overwhelming. So I'm not saying that programming is bad because, like I said, it is the closest thing in my eyes to being a superhero, you know. But um, like I said, you do have to learn a lot of different frameworks and know more than just one language. So it can be, you know, time consuming and which you're always going to be learning. So that brings me to the end of this episode. If you're on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, you can follow me at Debt Free and IT. If you have any questions or anything, you can email me at debtfreeNIT at gmail.com. Other than that, I'll see you next week. Peace.